Did uh, the valet get a shirt as well? I did ask, and she said, no. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. I am, of course, Ginger Heat, and I am joined by three absolutely awesome jobbers. We have, of course, the Waxy, the Venomous, the Son of the Dentist. It was a big week of wrestling. Wax, what did you watch? And what are your overall, just like, really brief thoughts about the wrestling that you just consumed? Well, I largely, uh, given that it was a quite busy weekend for me, I I didn't have time for a busy weekend of wrestling. I did watch Clash at the Castle live on a Saturday afternoon, Eastern Standard Time. And I, I know the gist of uh, all the craziness that happened at AEW's All Out. And I also have the spark notes of what happened at NXT Worlds Collide. And there's so much to talk about that we can't even talk about any spark news. Notes. Most of the news kind of deals with any one or multiple of those three events anyway. So yeah, that was my weekend. And of course... The man that I was just hanging out with yesterday. The enigmatic, the charismatic, the bizarre, the mysterious, the always wonderful, the contrarian king. They hate Jason, leader of the MJF Appreciation Society. (laughs) What are your overall thoughts and feelings about the weekend that was? The wrestling that you consumed into your face hole? The MJF Appreciation Society is just me currently, one member, but we're taking... uh, submissions so you know if one of you idiots want to be a part of it just write a thousand page essay on why mjf is so great and i will judge it and see if you can uh, join um you're not the only one in the in the on the train let's let's be real officially but uh yeah i had a good officially you know the past couple weekends i had to go outside in society so this weekend i kind of didn't i just it's been a long weekend i just want to stay home and recalibrate recuperate and uh, any other re's you can think of jobulate and uh and uh yeah so and and luckily there was a lot of wrestling on in the afternoon at night there was tennis there was all sorts of things to consume my time and i watched even nxt i watched AEW. i watched wwe i watched every everything i'm the best so we knew that. <laughs> and someone who is also pretty good, not yet on your level, is the body from Kirkcaldy by way of Cardiff, Wales, this week. <laughs> At least I know you're back in the borough, but still, you spent some time there. You were actually in the building for Clash at the Ooh. Castle, an event that will be remembered for years as a spectacular success. How do you feel coming out of it, Jordan? Let us live vicariously through you. Give it to us. It, it is still a blur. There was so much going on. The The atmosphere was insane. It was electric. I mean, I, you saw me. I was cutting about dressed as Mick Foley. Yeah, I had four people, ask for, four people asked for photos with me. Really? No way. Like, genuinely, genuinely. Yeah, they were like, I need, we need a photo with you. That's sick. Marks. Kids were coming up to me and saying, oh, <laughs> I, I love your costume. And I was like, oh, I do. I brought. They didn't say I love your fancy dress. <laughs> No, no, it was costumed down in Wales, you know. Okay. Um, but yeah, like it was just wild. Like, it, it, the one thing that the valet was commenting on this was our first time ever really 
get involved in a wrestling show uh, or you know attending something like that we she was commenting on just th- like what the people were like like the the attitude of the fans how friendly everybody was just everything went perfectly it was it was great man I'm, honestly if if Austin 316 says I'm going to kick your ass or whoop your ass Card of 316 says I'm going to throw up on your balls because that's what <laughs> happened to me on my balls um uh, yeah, yeah or, or my own balls yeah, yeah. um it, it was so good the, everything was so good i couldn't contain my excitement and even the night before the event kicked off i had a wild drunken antic with uh with some friends down there uh ended up throwing up on myself um some italian liquor montenegro something or other we were drinking beer. There was um, other shots of things, and it, I don't even remember. I, the last thing I remember drinking was a triple IPA from Tiny Rebel. Um, and then we got into an Uber. We're halfway up the road, and I fall asleep. And then suddenly, I just kind of my eyes <laughs> ping, ping, wake up, and I'm like, "This is bad." And I just roared at the taxi driver, "Stop, car!" And uh, yeah, the next thing I know, he's like, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Now, for me, everything's a blur, but I'm lying on the embankment at the side of the road, just throwing up on myself and all over, but down my pants and into my socks and everything like that. I, uh, must, even my watch is talking to me now. I, uh, I, I get back to the hotel, I get thrown into the room. And then, yeah, basically, I get to, uh, I get up in the morning, I'm dying. And I say, Valley, what happened? Talk to me. Let me talk to you, you know. (laughs) And she starts telling me about what happened. And she was like, do you know the worst bit about it? When you threw up, you did it in the car and you tried to stop it by putting your hand in front of your mouth. I just, of course you would. Um, But all that did was shoot it off in different directions. And so apparently I got a bit on the floor, a bit on the chair in front of me. So the guy said, hey, can you uh, can you grab some wipes from the from the glove compartment and clean the back of the car for me? And Valley was like, you know, bother. Like, happy to do it. You know, I'm I'm really really sorry. The guy was amazing about it. it. Was just like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And uh, he then said, You better tip me twenty quid or something. You, you, you don't mind. Uh, you don't mind grabbing another wipe, do you? And he was, oh yeah yeah, of course. What have I missed? Oh, there's just a bit on the back of my arm. Oh. <laughs> so this poor. Welsh taxi driver unfortunately had a bit of the bodies uh, throw up on his arm and it was wiped off by my valet. So, he no uh, sold yeah. it. He no sold it pretty well. Uh, can the Welsh out drink you? Because when I was there, the Scots can fucking drink. But is this uh, the Welsh nah, like known to out drink y'all or what happened here? Yeah, I, I think we're on a similar level. But me, okay. it's just the excitement. I was I was at least one or two ahead of everyone else, and that was the problem, you know. Standard. Plus, do you, do you you're getting old, buddy. You get in a car after a night out, and that car doing this, you're like, yeah. oh, 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 you're yep. gone, you know. They give me Cesaro spins, um, but yes, exactly. I, 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 that was a tough night, so the next morning was pretty difficult for me. But I sobered up enough and and killed the hangover, uh, and was able to enjoy the show in Cardiff. Oh, what was, like, what I can't was wait the to biggest talk about it. crowd reaction of the night? Like out of all the matches, was it like was it Drew's pop or was it? Nah, hand, hands down, Edge. Hands down. Yeah, Easy. Yo, no, no dispute. Crazy no in dispute. that match. It added so much Listen, to that this match is the thing, on I, the TV side. 
I really want to watch it back again. I know it yeah. sounds weird because I've just seen it, but no, I really sure. want to watch it back to see what the crowd was like. I've not had a chance yet, but for Have me, you guys done that I, also? it was like, deafening. After a live show, gone back and watched it? Uh, yeah. Uh, when you went to WrestleMania sure. 31 or whatever it was. Yeah, and, uh, in New York. That New was York. sick to watch nice, back. Yeah. New York. Well, obviously, when Jerry went down, you got to rewatch that episode to see how it, how it happened. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I want to kind of <laughs> see how they played it on uh, on commentary after he yeah, after he went yeah, down. Of course. So, yeah, like I, for for me, the, the biggest pop of the night was Edge. Everybody was singing his theme. Everybody was going wild for him. Um, the other two that really were, were huge were, of course, uh, Drew. Morgan? Like, oh, no. <laughs> oh man do you know it's such a shame the pop for live initially was massive everybody just went and then they just went oh this is this match sucks um and they kind of just they were so quiet i even turned to the valley and i was like this is not normal like, this is really quiet um but yeah the two biggest ones other than edge were were drew of course we kind of expected that and bailey i don't know if that was noted in uh in in the the kind of taping of it but everyone was going insane for Bailey. The songs, those um, were coming through full, and yeah, she was like pretending exactly. to not like them and stuff, obviously. But man, you could tell Bailey's so over. Like it's so it hard was for her so to be there. It was so She's good. Man. So over. <laughs> mm. Oh man, it must have been something to be to be in that building. And like you keep saying, the, the it sounds like the energy. Like all the people have been starved from any live, yeah. meaningful WWE content, and then it was just such a big event. So you have so many marks all gathering together. And that's it, man. Like it was just a we had a great Special. time. There was a, a lot of families there, a lot of like groups of guys. I, I think again, the valley was was commenting on uh, how many women were there. She was kind of nice. surprised that there was a, a, a good following of uh, of kind of female fans. And I was like, like yeah, of course there is. You know that it's it's for everyone, and that's the beauty of it. It was it was awesome. You ever seen uh, uh, the boys that are fighting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or just me, you know. <laughs> or the I'm women. Pretty sexy. Whoever. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, amazing. I, I let's break it down. Let's talk about it. I'm, I'm so excited to get your take because I think it'll be different to mine. Being there might be slightly different to what I, I can thought was going on. So yeah, I, I'm excited to talk about it with you. Overall, I was really happy. It wasn't too long. I feel like every match got yeah. its due and time to, to and it still felt it didn't feel like a short pay-per-view it felt like perfect compared to AEW's that had like 100 matches so uh, it's mm -hmm. weird how those things change but uh overall i really enjoyed clash of the castle it felt like a big event it felt you know like it mattered uh and then by the end of it you're like oh it's just uh they just took the carpet from under everyone and it didn't really matter that much but it was fun like it was it was a good event yeah. so and i wanted the guy like I wanted not a lot of consequence one. happened no, is that what you're trying to say? In these sh in, yeah, like what everyone like it, they could have easily gave it to Drew and got a massive pop, but they didn't want to just continue the story mm -hmm. that way just to get that pop that they knew they could have got. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, I think you're right. It did feel. I mean, this was announced as a pay per view in the the Vince McMahon era, and has been taken into what we now you can see is the, the Triple H era. So maybe there was a little bit of, hey, we're going to bookend the storylines that we've got. And I, I thought there was maybe going to be more risks taken mm. through some of the storytelling in the pay-per-view. There wasn't, and that's okay. Like I, yeah, I, was There fine. was a couple of surprises, I, I a couple of so moments. Too, I was like, oh, wow. 
Um, but maybe, yeah, maybe we needed more of a, a, a kind of finish to um, some storylines rather than just start everything else, especially with the potential draft and everything coming up. So, yeah, that's fair. Um, why don't we Why don't we go through it then? Um, so, obviously, we'll, we'll just take it match by match. I'm going to start with the pre-show, which for me, because I was in Cardiff on the Friday, I didn't I hadn't seen anything to do with SmackDown or anything like that. Mm. So the pre-show match, I didn't know about. I had no idea what it was. I don't know when it was announced. But suddenly, everything starts kicking off and I'm sitting in the seat and we've got this DJ that's playing stuff before everything goes off. DJ gets taken off screen. I'm like, oh, th- things are happening then. Next thing I know, here's Madcap Moss coming to the ring. And I'm like, all right, that, that'll be that then. Um, so we had Madcap Moss and the Street Profits uh, defeating Austin Theory and the Alpha Academy as their pre-show match. Um, did you guys catch this on the pre-show? Or t- Who? Austin Theory? Wow. Yeah, back official. I mean, if that if that's your main takeaway from that, no, match, no, I completely. I'm, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm here I'll, for it. I'm here for it. All I'll say is, I don't think it's crazy. I, I don't think this match was announced in advance, but I kind of like that. I'd rather they just whip a match together for the pre-show than put one of the build, you know, built-up matches randomly on the pre-show because not everybody tunes in. So it's nice to just have, you know, hey, Austin Theory is not in a match. The Alpha Academy aren't doing anything. Street Profits aren't doing anything. Madcap got a pretty big reaction uh, yeah. from the looks of it too. Uh, so why not just put these guys in a match, get them some wrestling it get them mm-hmm. some ring time give the fans something to do yeah but pump if you, the crowd if up, you right? miss you it you didn't let the, miss let the good guys go over get them going exactly pump up the crowd but if you missed it like you don't tune into the pre-show you didn't miss anything of consequence yeah so I, th- I think that's perfect for a pre-show match and i'm happy austin got austin back so yeah did you catch this jason I I don't even remember to be honest. I think I saw them fighting. I don't know if I continued to watch. All I remember yeah, is have, saying, just on YouTube. Like, I was like uh, Austin Theory and the greatest tag team in wrestling today are on the pre-show. Why? <laughs> I mean, if they do, if they're not in a storyline, like at least they're on the says, show. Yeah, at least um, you got to see them. Austin, yeah, like yeah. like ultimately, if you're you know sixty two, sixty three thousand people in that stadium. You know they want they want to see some of the big stars, and at the minute were the big a, stars are, yeah, I yeah, just wish they of were course, in a story. of course. And I guess yeah, I mean, Austin I mean, kind a, of a couple is. Of them I'm, more, are. I'm more talking about the Street Profits. The tag team division street needs profits. some juice, right? Yeah. It's uh, it's tough when there's uh, more juice. One champion oof. that's been going, and has unified both titles, and the division was notably hated. By Vince yeah. McMahon, yeah. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a little bit of a slow rebuilding of that division. Yeah. But absolutely, we had a couple tag teams uh, working in this match. We had a tag team seemingly return a bit later in the evening. Yeah, and absolutely. more things to come. Factions, indeed. Yeah, more factions. Mm. Um, let's move on to the first match of the the actual pay per view then. Um, we had Damage Control, who again, I didn't know that was their name. That was news to me. I must have missed that somewhere along the line. Uh, Bailey, 
Dakota Kai and Io Sky defeating Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss and Asuka um, in a long match <laughs> for your opening. It was, for your opening, like it, was, it, it wasn't a oh. it wasn't a bad thing. I I enjoyed it, but I felt like it was long for what right. this was. But then again, based on how many matches were on the card, maybe that isn't a bad thing. But I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, were you surprised by the outcome? Actually, what were our predictions for this? I think we had them all written down. Everyone right? picked Team Bailey. Really? Damage. Yeah, the, ba- the Bailey buddies. The damage, the da- control damage control buddies. But what was interesting is I think it was Jordan that said, I'll pick Bailey because this is a way that Bianca could lose without getting pinned. But Bianca. She got pinned. Got yeah. pinned. Mm. And I just want to say this match, I was point. waiting like. I was debating going to Starbucks and getting a coffee like right as the pay-per-view was starting. And I wasn't going to leave unless the first match was one I don't mind missing. So needless to say, I got a coffee. <laughs> and uh, not that this match is bad. <laughs> not that this match is bad. And I did go back and watch it. Like I rewound it and then fast forward or whatever. It does, but it's not I didn't, I didn't care about though. it. I didn't care yeah. about this match. The fact that Alexa Bliss has been reduced to a cheerleader and no yeah. character, no prestige, no nothing. And she's like one of the best they had when she was at top of her game. The goddess, multiple time champion, stands and marks. Stands, stands and marks. And marks. <laughs> stands and marks. That's all. That's all we need. What was the last thing I said? Stands, stands and marks. marks. I was gonna say stands as marks as far as the eye could see, further than Liv Morgan's marks. Yeah. And now yeah. she's just nothing. And they threw them together. I didn't care about this match. Yeah. This is this is where the women's division could do with a reshuffle in the form of a draft or, or something. Shuffle. There's a lot of women's talent on Raw, whereas SmackDown has considerably fewer by comparison. Yeah. So it, it feels like, yeah, you're grouping Alexa and Asuka into something that really, why, why do they care about what Bianca's doing? Huh. Yeah, they got attacked, and so, okay, but th- beyond that, together it's, tag teams it's with No what? tag team names. Get a tag team name, again, even if it's temporary. Come this, on. Um, th- this, again, felt like another, hey, we need to finish off something that someone else started. Like, the the whole damage control thing, I, I like this that angle. Like, Bailey having a, a faction or a couple of pals or cronies or whatever. I like that because they have a name now. That helps. Mm-hmm. Um, but they seem, to, they seem to get on and gel quite well as a unit. Bianca, I mean, your Raw Women's Champion just being put with another bunch of people in a match, I don't love that. But again, it just felt like we need to get as many of these people on the card as possible and we don't have enough time to build a story for Bianca on her own, so this will do. And it it got people there. It got us all chanting. It got us all yeah, excited be. to see it based on who Great was in the match. Great performance based on what they're given. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it'll absolutely. lead into a, a Bailey versus Bianca singles feud. Ba- Bailey's still with her her group, but uh, Bailey would, should be the next challenger for Bianca's title. Um, if healthy. So, yeah, overall a good match. Mm. If healthy. And the right the right side did win. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Opinion. Absolutely. Shall we move on? I Got to move on and talk about this next match. Yeah, Absolutely. absolutely. I knew if anybody was going to want to talk about this, it was going to be the Wax Mamba. Um, we had Gunther with Imperium, uh, Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci 
interesting. Uh, defeating Sheamus with the Peaky Blinder squad, or whatever they're known as, the Brawling <laughs> Brutes. Um, brawling Brutes. A beautiful match for the IC title. Personally, my match of the night. I, I would agree. Stunning from start to finish. I was enthralled by everything that was going on. Um, the crowd seemed to be eating that up as well. But before we get into the match itself, let's talk about the start. Obviously, Seamus comes out to the ring with his wee pals. And then for me anyway, I don't know what it was like for you guys watching it, um, watching it live. The the screens around the arena just cut to Ludwig Kaiser introducing uh, Gunther and, and obviously Imperium mm. back into the WWE I yeah. have no idea this was coming. I, I couldn't, because of where I was sitting, I couldn't see anybody standing with him um, at the entranceway. So I just kind of saw his head bobbing up and down. I was like, what's going on here? He's introducing him and the camera angle's weird and whatnot. And I popped, man. Yeah. I really popped. <laughs> We've got Imperium back. It's class. I'm so excited for it, especially because they started in NXT UK. I think they got a huge ovation where um, where perhaps they might not have if it was in the States if they'd it's come the right back. right time to do it. But sure. yeah, absolutely perfect. And you know, Wax, you were a huge Imperium fan when they were in NXT. You know, what was your thought about this? Yeah, I mean, uh, how they played it on TV was they also zoomed in on, on Ludwig's face. And you thought, well, he was just going to introduce Gunther as he always does. And yep, nope, there's Giovanni. Uh, some people are annoyed because, and I've been tuning into NXT, Giovanni was actually doing pretty well for himself, but mm. ultimately, uh, Giovanni Vinci on his own is something you can always go back to. I thought Imperium was a really interesting group and tag team. All I want is for them to bring back the music. Mm, um, and yes. yeah, it just was the cherry on top for what was, I agree with you, Jordan, my match of the night. So Beautiful. up yours to anyone who says you need to have a bunch of flips and spins and jumps and turns to Million have a great finishes. match. This was a fight, and this could be yeah. a match of the year contender in my books. Ooh. I don't know if it would be, but it's got to be top five at this point for me. Uh, what I loved is that Gunter... Keep it in mind for the jobbies. Going to keep it in mind for the jobbies, the jobbies, absolutely. I liked that Gunter just beat Sheamus down. To the point where just a massive fucking clothesline ended the match. That was it. That. There was no big yeah. pizzazz finish. It's just okay. Or you won't be able to get up from this. Boom. Yeah. Wallop. Over. I love the finish. I love the match. I, I as much as I I know people wanted Sheamus to win for the pop. Uh, I think it was right keeping the belt on Gunter, especially yeah. now with Imperium back. He he's strong, and and I think this is also a great way for those who maybe haven't had a chance to see much of Gunter if they didn't watch NXT. He hasn't been on a big pay per view premium live event yet. See really what he's made of because every big match he gets in, it's a classic. He's that yeah. good, so great all around. What do you guys think? Um, I mean, I agree with pretty much everything you said. It probably was match of the night. Uh, yeah, it was for sure. I would, I would say so. It was, it was a tough. Like, I don't know what is, what's his finisher? What's Gunther's finisher? Like, is that clothesline a signature? Power, power or is bomb? it just a straight up regular clothesline? I think, yeah, I thought it was a power bomb of some sort. But is it just a signature move? I'm not I mean, even sure I can tell you. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I quite like it. the idea that I don't know because it, is that not 
prove that it, I mean, it's, it's all about just him just, beating them down. Yeah, because I was just telling yeah, Brad the other day, I'm whip like, out a slap and you need to do your finisher you. like three times to win a match now. Wouldn't you try and find a different finisher if your finisher no longer finishes the match? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what okay. is going to beat the guy in front of me? Not yeah. not what is going to beat our wrestler. What is going to beat this it should guy? Be different. Yeah, it should be different. And uh, yeah. that's why I appreciate this match. Uh, didn't feel like tons of crazy false finishes with the same finisher over no. and over again. Uh, it felt physical. Didn't have to rely on a lot of helping each other to do massive spots. You could see the 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 brunt of the work on their bodies as they destroyed them yeah. and clawed them and oh. slapped them and uh it was just a solid match i i mean i didn't have much doubt that gunther was gonna win but it didn't matter because it was still fun to see them fight for it and we did we all pick gunther for this no i, so. I picked someone sheamus because i wanted sheamus to oh, win mark Mork. even put an asterisk on it because i was like there's no way he's gonna win this match but i really wanted him to have no, no moment get that last uh the, that take last the l did not and walter by the way his finisher is actually a burning lariat. So that might have actually been oh, right. okay. one of his burning finishers. Lariat. He has that, the folding powerbomb, uh, pump handle powerbomb, jumping reverse pile driver. But it seems like maybe he is going with the lariat as his finisher in WWE, Fine. perhaps. I love it. I love it. It's just a guy who can just turn around and wallop yeah. you. And it's he's, over. he's got so a Walter similar wallop? kind of oh, no, build and style yeah. to um, to JBL. So that kind of closes yeah, from hell, hell. to kind of thing it's, it's similar to that um yeah like it's just a great match i i don't have any more to say about that they set up the match perfectly to start by allowing us to watch a bit of a brawl between the peaky blinders and uh, uh imperium yeah they did that and on smackdown too. just watching the two of them face off like and stand there and stare for five minutes ish and then get them on get them just do it on there instead you know why do the joke yeah, twice? Yeah, of course. I, I yeah, I, and I get that. Anyway, I think picky, but still, I love the match. Love the yeah, match. yeah. It, it just set up the match well. Yeah. Um, just do the right thing for us. H, there. bring back the theme. Bring try. back the theme. Yeah, that bring it back. Try. Yeah, bring it back. Try. <laughs> try. Come on, try. <laughs> bring try. back. Try. Tell him try. <laughs> um, class, excellent. I uh, also loved Seamus uh, hanging about in the ring afterwards and getting a little bit of a pop and a bit of All recognition deserves. from the from the fans. It felt like it was almost a going away or leaving thing. It was really odd, but I, I loved it. It was just a nice moment for the fans to appreciate uh, somebody who is perhaps underappreciated in, uh, in WWE, somebody like Seamus. What a good lad. Next match, let's move on. We had Liv Morgan... Defeating Shayna Baszler to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, 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 I'm going to jump in immediately and say worst match of the night, and I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to argue that it absolutely was. But it, um, mostly because Liv Morgan won. Um, no. but m- perhaps more to do with how she how won. She won. Yeah. It, t- Jason, you've had a lot to say about Liv. Talk to me about this match. I, I just, I mean, I don't dislike her as a wrestler. It's just what, what they're doing with her character now doesn't make sense. Like when she was chasing the title, all of that made sense. It was easy to cheer for her. Understandable. She gets the title. She feels exactly the same, you know, and uh, this was an opportunity for her to really have a slobber knocker of a match. I think it was 11 minutes. It was maybe the shortest match on the card. And you uh, have, I'll just check. 
I it think was. it was the shortest besides, match. Yes. Besides the pre-show. And you're going against Shayna Baszler, who has been built up and brought down and built up and brought down. And they built her up again, and I bought in again. Finally, you know, I, fi- I bought in again, and uh, they just took the carpet from under- underneath me, made her look like a jobber again. Like, it, like it just – she didn't have a hurt arm going into the match, but she was selling her arm more than Liv, who had a broken arm yeah. multiple times leading up into the match. Yeah. And it just, it just felt like – all the only way I felt after this match was that Shayna, okay, Shayna was built up just to be another pawn, and Liv gets a legit win, but it feels contrived. It feels like she didn't really go to war, and she should have to go to war to beat Shayna Baszler, and it just didn't. But this is the thing, though. Like we we've said for the last little while that the one thing that Liv needed was a legitimate win, so that we believe her as a champion. But unfortunately, this booking that we've had up into this match has led to her sneaking a win. That's what it felt like. There was no way she was going to beat Shayna legitimately. There was no way. It didn't make. It would not have made sense for her to win like that. But but that's what we got, and it felt. I, I like I I didn't even look when it was happening because I was like, "There's no way this is it." I, I was. There was a guy picking his nose and eating it or whatever in the row ahead of me. And I was watching him. I was like, what a freak. What's he up to? Because there was no way I was believing what was happening in the ring was going to be the finish. It, it didn't make sense. It was too clean. Like, all right. They did, it's not like yeah. they made a lot of mistakes. It's not like it was a sloppy, ugly match. It was just like a standard SmackDown match where you built There's this no heat, monster though, between the characters. Like, Liv. There's, there's not enough heat. Yeah, Because she, she doesn't have a, a character. She just cries all the time. And it's just like... Yeah. I mean, characters. Stop, I don't know. It, stop, it didn't do it for me. Like, re- repackage her. Stop calling her the yeah. miracle kid because that oh. buries her, saying yeah. it's a miracle she's even with the championship to begin with. I do think they gave her more offense yeah, for than sure. they did against Ronda. Yeah. But yeah, it makes no sense that she was she had a dead arm coming into the match against Shayna, who is an in-ring technician, a submission specialist who will target that arm and did multiple times. And yet, exactly, Shayna got her arm locked in once, sold it more, and then Liv was able to break out of the Kirafuda clutch yeah, with that bad arm. It's like, I, you know, you could say, oh, she, she, her will, you know, will's great. Will does a lot of things. It will doesn't, appear. yeah, exactly. He does a lot of things, but he does not <laughs> heal what's supposed to be a damaged arm. You, you know, it's like yeah. with the, when you play the wrestling video games, you have the red arm uh mm. diagram it's over you can't use that arm anymore so it that it still came out weird i, I think they just need to repackage rebuild yeah. it's not working with her as the champion she, right now the crowd's not into it no nah, she she needs to lose the title like yeah. the best thing for her as a character for yeah. future is for her to just lose the title clean to somebody so if, who if that's is the, how it's gonna happen who is she losing it to what are you guys doing honestly it shana would have been a uh, but now, going forward, right now. they yeah. say, guess what? Now you got to put someone in there. It can't be Shayna. She just lost. Who are you putting in there now? God. At this rate, I would I would even take returning Charlotte Flair, yeah. coming back, and, and Division needs get Charlotte, Liv man. back down to the mid card where she currently belongs, and then you build her organically. Have her win some actual matches. Not No money in the it, bank cash in. No luck. No, yeah. you know. It needs to be somebody who, who is legitimate in in an instant, 
And that could be a Becky, that could be a Charlotte, that could be a Bailey if they decided to mix around the roster a little bit. It needs to be somebody like that because Shayna could have been that character, but she's now reduced because of this defeat. So it needs to be somebody that can immediately come in, win in one match, done. Live back of the line, build your way back up. No shame in it. No shame in it. Because of who got who who took the title from you. That's fine. But we need to start again with her. We just do. Yeah. Yep. So Let's in the predictions, on. really quickly. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Liv yeah. was selected by Brad and Jason. Jordan Wax went Shayna, probably more of a I hope pick as well. Yes. But yeah, uh, for sure. It does end up being live, double live, and we move on to the next. Excellent. The next match, an interesting one to talk about, and as I mentioned earlier, pop of the night uh, was Edge and Rey Mysterio uh, with Dominic the Prick um, defeating the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Damian Priest with uh, with Rhea Ripley. Um, Team Rocket. Team Rocket, yeah, basically. First off, we didn't the, pick the match, match itself. No, no, because we didn't, we didn't know what that it was a no, thing the match at the time. Um, how how was the match for you guys, Brad? What did you think about the actual match itself? Like, was it? Did you enjoy watching it? Was there good moments, good spots, or 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 was it just yeah, this is fine? It was an okay match. The crowd made it a lot better. Got a lot of juice into it, but as much as there was a lot of story on around this one, I, it wasn't a story that I'm super into. So it was enjoyable, but not like super memorable or whatever. The thing I'll remember the most is the crowd reaction for sure. Yeah. Um, I think one simple adjustment to the judgment day would make them that much better. And that would be making it obvious that Rhea is the leader and Rhea controls <laughs> Finn <laughs> and the other guy. <laughs> and uh, Damien. that would just make <laughs> it more, so, so much more interesting. Cause Gary. she's, she's the like Gary. right now she's the one that makes the most sense to be in it. Cause she's, under 40 under like the other guys uh, i think priest <laughs> yeah. is like 38 39 uh this feels like an uprising young youth movement type of group to like push away the old guard and it just doesn't like i don't buy priest as it's a leader like two 40 year olds like yeah it doesn't make any sense yeah like finn balor is unlimitedly unlimited unlimitedly is that a word he's unlimited in no. his talents <laughs> and uh but just putting Finn balor in this group makes no sense you know it just—it's like all of a sudden he flipped on a sense. dime, like he yeah, got converted yeah. to some sort of cult, like instantly. It just makes yeah. no, like I'm not in invested, but I'm gonna take you under my wing and make you successful, even though you've been successful all over the world this entire time until you came no to sense. WWE and they bury you. <laughs> but Edge was so but you're over. Right. Uh, Judgment Day has—it has a little bit of if you want to keep going, like it, put Rhea yeah. in charge. We were talking about this when when we were getting together there, and it it, it seems like the perfect move because Finn doesn't really make sense right now, and as the mouthpiece. He's not working in this. He he does his own thing better when he's like bullet club type stuff. But this, I'd rather him just be a fucking silent badass. Priest can talk a bit. Make Rhea the the captain of this group. That's who's the most over out of look who's in in this feud that we were watching, and she's the yeah. most over in this entire thing. Well, yeah, Amazing. she's got the most interesting role. Uh, I mean, it's tough for me to remember a specific part of the match because really, what happened after. Uh, obviously, my favorite part was the Judgment Day's reaction after yeah. Dominic kick ed, kicked Edge in the penis and then clotheslined <laughs> his father. 
I don't even know if this means Corbin Dominic penis. <laughs> exactly. Right in his edge penis. Uh, I don't even know if Dominic's going to join the Judgment Day. I, it doesn't seem super clear. I think he might just go and do his own thing, which I think would actually be a bit more interesting. Yeah. They helped him lose. You know, Judgment Day. Yeah, help them lose. I, you know, I'd like to see a Dominic versus Ray type thing. And I'd like to see the Judgment Day, if, if we do want to really make this group work or try and make this group work, maybe keep Edge in a feud with them or have them go and move on to something else. Maybe bring on a new member. But the group needs to evolve. I mean, the feud has gone on longer than Edge being with them in the group. Like, why do I care anymore? Yeah, it true. Make sense. And exactly. they've lost yeah. every match. Yeah, they've Team lost Rocket. Every Team Rocket match. will come back again or whatever they used to say. Yeah. So, so, so there's again. the Blasting biggest question um, <laughs> that we need to ask. Jason, the biggest question we need to ask. You've compared them to Team Rocket, and I, and I don't think that's uh, incorrect. But which of the three is Meowth. I mean, it's Rhea, because that Meowth is the boss. So Rhea's Meowth. Interesting. So, so <laughs> Damien that means is, that... Is, uh, Damien is Jesse. Leslie, yeah, okay. Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie. Leslie. <laughs> Leslie and James. My name Leslie. is Leslie. <laughs> Leslie James. James. <laughs> Finn Balor's James. <laughs> James. Oh, I love it. Love Why it. didn't Finn get a hometown pop? Isn't he from uh, the region as well? No, he's from I mean, Wales. He's... I thought he was from. No, no he's, he's Irish. Not from Wales. Oh. He's Irish. I mean, he's all, all the pops are going heel. to Edge. Nobody else was getting yeah. any... Edge. Is Everything was for Edge yeah. on this day. Yeah. So Buried. let's talk then about the yeah. After the match, kind of uh, Wax has brought it up. We had a heel turn from um, Dominic uh, kicking Edge in his Edge penis, and then clotheslining his father do we want to see there be a few like you you seem to suggest that actually a few between him and ray would be him and edge just now him and edge yeah i mean that's that's an easy win for edge that that, that's one and done forget about it what do you mean dominic Dominic, dominic's only winning a mullet competition no but ray helps him win and ray turns heel like ray cheats to help him I can't see Dominic Rey Mysterio like a, ever Dominic being needs a friend. <laughs> Why not? He hasn't Dominic been healed his whole career. The last year, I'm going to be healed. It's not going to work. Dominic needs a new shirt. That's what he needs. Um, there was a, you know, at the end when he ripped his vest off and threw it on the floor. Mm. About five minutes uh, after that, something else was going on, and I noticed down at the entrance that the some boy was running about with like a cable or something just fixing it and he noticed it was still on the ramp and he was like oh and he was freaking out and he was like oh I don't know what to do oh, oh. so he picked it up and he kind of kept running along the stage with this wee cable and the t-shirt under his arm was like, oh. and then looked at this other guy that was sitting there with a camera and he just threw it in his face it was like oh and then ran away that was the highlight of the match for me um the inside moment. scoop. This is why we pay all those bucks to get you in the media pit over there in Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was definitely in the media pit, the media <laughs> shit, maybe. But um, cool. Let's let's move on to our next match. Another excellent match, uh, in my opinion, and I will give the the stamp of approval on this match from the Valley herself, 
the hometown girl, well, she's not from Cardiff, but she is from Wales. Uh, the Valley said this was her match of the night. Whoa. Um, I'm not sure. Sh- I'm not sure if it was because Seth Rollins came dressed as uh, Elton John. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but she said this was her, her favourite match of the night. So Seth freaking Rollins defeats Matt Riddle. Um, let, let's go to uh, let's go to Wax to start on this one. What did you think about this match? So I liked it. I knew this was going to be a match with a lot of animosity between it uh, in it. Between the guys in it, in it, was a, you know, I went, I went through a little bit of a path to get there, but that's okay. Uh, Jordan, you didn't watch yet, but uh, the commentary built it as Matt Riddle's um, frustration, his sort of lapse in judgment, because we know how Seth is. Seth is very good at poking in the pressure points. He did it with Roman, yeah. he did it with Cody, he did it with Riddle, and so they sold it as Riddle's. Hatred for Seth ultimately cost him the match because, you know, error in judgment uh, Interesting. and things like that. He, he wasn't thinking clearly. He's usually a very clear thinker, as we know. Um, hmm. But I like that we are seeing a serious side of Matt Riddle. I knew that, you know, he is always going to be, bro, dude, yeah. Oh, I thought elephants were from Taiwan, you know, like stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... I don't know. Um, but it's Fuck. nice to have a different dimension to his character where he can, yeah. like, first of all, the, the, the interview he did with Seth, uh, oh. last Monday on raw was fantastic. Unlike some other work shoot stuff that we're going to talk about later, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, it's, it was just nice to get a different dimension of Matt Riddle beyond just yeah. the stupid idiot stoner, uh, meme. And it, it, it went very well in this match. Seth always puts on a good show, and it was also great to finally see Seth get a win on a premium yeah. live event for what feels like the eye for an eye match was probably the last <laughs> the last time he <laughs> yeah. won, yeah. Um, and we all like to forget that. So yeah, solid match. I think the Undertaker uh, is is right on the money, calling it her match of the night. It's not mine, but it's definitely in the top half of matches of the evening. Jordan, what was it like before. to hear the the theme chanted? in the building like a good old soccer football style chant um and did you partake he absolutely absolutely (laughs) i i don't think people sorry i we were chanting we were absolutely going for it we were belting that out i don't think he played on that as much as he could have um, because it was obvious that it was happening. Like there were points where you could hear it on the other side starting, and then almost like a Mexican wave just making its way around to you, and then the rest of everyone just going for it. And if I think I don't, I didn't see enough of this. You know, the orchestrating of the of the chanting. It it would have been so much better to see more of that played into the match. But yeah, it, it was awesome. Like being there was insane. It's interesting you say that it was his frustration that seemed to lose him the match. I, I, it didn't look like that to me. It looked like Seth was the better wrestler. That that that's uh, I'm what just I saying saw. that's how that's how commentary sold it. No, no, yeah, sorry, that's what I mean. Like with that's the commentary. The they I thought it did, with it. I thought it did match up well. I thought that that story okay. they were telling did make sense with what we were seeing personally. Okay. 
Yeah, interesting. Uh, like, it didn't TV feel like that to me, but again, there was maybe a couple of things that I missed out or whatever. Oh, of course. Um, it's a different different vibe of, and different view, and, and we had totally. very different camera angles and everything uh, for this one. In the predictions, I predicted Seth, Jason predicted Riddle, Jordan predicted Seth, and Wax predicted Riddle. Dang oh, it. One other win. Another win. Um, but yeah, a beautiful match. Super well worked. I, I loved every minute of that one. Um, this was the match um that had a moment and maybe this is why it didn't feel like for for me and perhaps others in the audience this is the match that had the potential for a surprise and there wasn't one um there was a point where everybody was not silent but everybody was quieter almost like we were waiting for something now could that have been riddle doing something to 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 win or was it potentially a return from somebody else who we know could be interfering in that match? And we didn't get anything. We It, it was a pretty clean-cut match. It was, do you know what? Seth beats him. That's it. That's it. End of it. You know, I expected perhaps there to be something, and I think a lot of people in the audience felt the same. We weren't disheartened by what happened. We weren't upset about the way that the match went. But if there was ever going to be somebody coming out mid-match or something happening at the end of the match, we were all sitting waiting, you know, are, are we going to hear if there's somebody got voices in their head? Well, no, we weren't. We didn't get yeah, That's anything. a good point. It, I think I do. I think it does feel like that, that there was something. I mean, yeah, there was the uh, the real, real vicious back and forth. And maybe the match wasn't as vicious as I thought it was going to be. Not that it wasn't. Badass, not that they didn't mm. beat each other up and all. That was a good match. Definitely enjoyed it. Like, very entertaining. They're they're two incredible wrestlers. But maybe that uh, that aggression that we sh- saw from Riddle didn't go as far yeah. as maybe they could have brought it or something. Like it's missing Absolutely. a little a little something to bring it over the edge. Yeah, edge. definitely. I agree. Oh, edge penis. Um, <laughs> let's move on to the last match of the night. Uh, the longest match by a. a huge margin um and one that huge ball hair has 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 people divided i think um it is roman reigns defeating drew mcintyre to retain to retain the undisputed WWE universal championship you're right jason we the ones or are you just raising your hand because you want to talk about this match first i'm not sure but we'll come to you anyway jason what did you think about this match we don't want <laughs> um, <laughs> sucker. No, uh, it was a good match. <laughs> it was a good match. Uh, honestly, clip. They did get me. You know, I really didn't think that Drew was gonna win going into this. I'm like, yeah, they'll build them up, make sure. Don't worry, guys. Drew's gonna win. We'll give it to you. Uh, nah, they're not gonna give it to them. They're not gonna give it to them. But then when Drew was pinning him. And I didn't know who was going to, who was going to, I knew he wasn't going to kick out. So I'm like, how is this going to be interrupted? There's a ref outside. The Usos aren't there. Uh, Sammy's not there, I don't think. And then out of nowhere, he just gets pulled out of the ring. And I was like, who the hell is that? So like, he got me with this new sort of debut, an addition to maybe refresh the bloodline a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I was happy with the ending because I didn't want Roman to lose. I know I would have enjoyed a Drew Pop for sure. I would have got behind all the energy of the crowd. It would have been a good moment. But long term, I just didn't want it to end yet. I just don't want it to end. And uh, I want to see where they go with this new Bloodline member. Maybe he can inject some new, some new uh, fresh 
blood. So my my question to all three of you then, when it happened, did you know who it was? No. Oh, you mean like when, like when it was just a jumpsuit? Uh, when it was just Let's a go. jumpsuit, no. Then when okay. you saw a bit of his face, I know who Solo sure. Sokoa yeah. is. Once you and see so the I face. was able to put... Once you see the face, then it was like, oh, yes. But still wasn't 100% sure until really no. he revealed himself. And there had been rumors that he was going to maybe come up to SmackDown in the next month. Didn't realize they meant, oh, right away. Yeah, it's not completely no. out of less left field, but in the moment, I wasn't like... I know who that is. It's like, did it cross yeah. my mind? I don't know. It happened so fast, right? But definitely, exactly. you see his face. You're like, oh shit. Okay, good. This is great. He's he's joining the bloodline, no matter what. I don't know. He's got the blonde hair. Maybe he's a wild card. Maybe he's gonna cause some some issues in here. We don't know, right? We don't we don't know how this is gonna go. But I'm I'm excited for it nonetheless. And obviously, I wanted Drew to win in the moment. But of course, I do think Roman long term. Love it. Better yeah. for everybody. Very happy with that result. Still, the crowd was hot. Really added a lot to yeah. this match. And in the predictions, I picked Drew. Jason picked Roman. Jordan picked Drew. Wax picked Roman. So that means three for Brad, three for Jordan, three for Wax, and four for Jason oh. as he takes the crown from the castle. Bunch of marks. <laughs> marks in the castle. Marks in the castle. Your clinching pick was you picked Liv. You copied me. Copy. I said it first. We didn't mention the fact that Austin Theory got punched out by Tyson Fury, and he shouldn't be punching people I've out actually, in the crowd. How are you allowed to do that? What is that? <laughs> well, Tyson okay, and Austin. So I, I saw that live, if you like. So for me, it was a it was a weird camera angle, right? Um, but it looked, I've not watched it back yet. It looked like he absolutely walloped <coughs> him. Like, did it? Did it look? Yeah, that it looks good like he connected. It looked pretty good. Oh, nice. Okay. I, well, they kind I, of like you didn't yeah. see it coming. You know, he was just all of a yeah. sudden no. he was handing the briefcase and he just got walloped, and then you saw who it was. Excellent. And when his okay. music came on to interrupt the match, I completely forgot. I wasn't thinking like, oh, maybe Austin Theory could interrupt in this match. It never crossed my mind whatsoever. So I was no. like, I was surprised. Like, oh yeah, Austin Theory, this is cool. That's sick. And then bang, he just gets punched. I'm like, oh, okay, never That's mind. Sick. It was good. I, it was I good did moment. think Karrion Cross was gonna do more than just throw a water a bottle. bottle. Uh, I thought do he was gonna what? do it's... more. But... <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, get you very, very weird. Throw a bottle at you. <laughs> like, I liked that? that they threw TikTok. a couple of a couple Splish of swerves splash. in there. Like we had two guys fighting, which was the match itself was good. It, it wasn't a great match, but it was a good match. You had Karrion Cross there, and I thought, oh, he's going to get involved. I had the potential of, because I knew that Austin Theory was here now, because he was in the pre-show, right? I thought, oh, are we going to get some A-Town down, or whatever it is, right? Potentially. They had showed Tyson Fury twice in the night in the crowd. And I'm thinking, why are they showing him twice? Like, is it important that we've seen him? And then actually... The, the X factor of the of the entire thing is Solo Sokoa. Now, I was sitting there watching this going, what the hell is happening? I couldn't quite see what was happening, so I was watching a screen ab above me when it happened. And I'm, I, I popped. I lost it. Like, I, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I didn't expect that. If everyone to be there, I did not expect that. 
So when he took the hood off and I saw the blonde hair, which was the, the giveaway for me, I stood up out, out my seat and went, Wow, no way! Wow! And started clapping. I looked around me and everyone was just sitting there. And one guy I heard behind go, Who the fuck is that? <laughs> so you had, some folk had no idea what was going on. Um, and there was some, you know, this is bullshit and all that kind of chants and stuff. And I was like, Is it though? Like, really? Yeah, there, there seemed to be some negativity. Like, obviously, there's, some, there's more like them. stuff outside of the stadium, like some fights or whatever like that. I will say, ah. yeah, Broken Dreams is cool. I would have been down for a Drew Pop. I know he deserves it. Uh, he'll get it one day. But I do like that. It's, oh, well, okay, it's in his home area. We got we to gotta give him a win. <laughs> like, that. that's not fun. That's that's predictable. It's yeah, oh, like... You know, oh, if, if this person loses, we riot. If this person wins, we riot. It was kind of interesting when uh, when Chicago did it for Cena versus Punk or when uh, Hammerstein Ballroom did it for uh, for Cena versus Rob Van Dam. Stop doing it. You yeah, know, fair. Let, let you, the hometown guys have to be able to lose because there has to still be that unpredictability in wrestling. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, he was okay with it. He did a whole concert yeah. after the match, and it was uh, yeah, and it wouldn't have been predictable. I, honest, like the way, I thought the, the match I went, thought that was it, it. could have went either way, right? And we wouldn't have been, yeah. you know, yeah, if, if Drew won, we would have been surprised because it's it's a huge thing to take it off Roman, yeah. especially you know with everything going on. If he had somehow won, even with the interference, that would have been ridiculous. So it, it definitely ended. Uh, did you see the um, was supposed to the media scrum afterwards? Would Ro- Roman just walked in with his belts? He said, "Acknowledge me." And one of the reporters yeah. was like, I acknowledge you. He's like, you're damn right you do. And he walked away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Like the guy was just like, <laughs> he just nodded. I good. can't believe that a little bit of uh, American Pie and Oasis and everything were, were actually on the pay-per-view. That was so random. Oh, yeah, that was so I, th- I thought that was, was I thought everything yeah, Why did cut. you sing those songs? Is that like, like a, a Wales song or something? No. Or is it one that they love? I have no idea. No. What does it have so to random. do with anything? I, I don't know. And why him of all the <laughs> of all the celebrities to get you. involved? Like he's not like he's the most beloved guy in Britain or whatever. Tyson like Fury? it's more of like an Irish like thing. I they like him, but Drew, it's not the same. Uh, we're shooting at each other a couple times. That's that's why. So there was a thought. I was maybe expecting him to turn around and and Knock punch him, out, him or yeah. something like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Random. It was random. I didn't get yeah. it. It was weird. It it happened yeah. though. Overall, this pay-per-view, Brad, then Ryan, then what's your name again? Jason. The guy that got the most no, right. I'm, I'm no I'm no selling yet. Um give me your rating out of ten for this pay-per-view. Ginger Heat, take it away. It's like a six eight, you know, six nine, six one nine in that in that range, six, I think. Nine? Uh definitely enjoyable, fun, not like super spectacular but i had a good time watching i enjoyed it i don't know like maybe maybe it's in the sevens then i don't know i don't it's hard to rate this one it was it was fun but it's not like super memorable but enjoyed okay. it had fun um i think even though yeah i, I see the point with storyline was a whole lot really summed up and done no ultimately not uh the quality of the matches, what one thing I noticed here is that every match was over eleven minutes, minus the pre-show. 
every match really got a chance to breathe mm-hmm. and give us that pacing. I don't remember the last time we had a pay-per-view like that where every match really yeah. was made to feel important. So I'm going to give this a 7.6. Ooh. And it could have been in the 8s if it wasn't for Lib Shayna. That that yeah. that match probably brings it down That's a bit, fair. but again, if we have a potential match of the year candidate, maybe even I mean and and two other very very good matches, one that was kind of good to go around that still pretty strong overall nice. it was an entertaining pay-per-view and the crowd deserves some extra points as well definitely got to do more in the uk soon you're welcome jason <laughs> yeah i gotta give credit to the conciseness of this pay-per-view every match had some breathability to it it had moments to to really blossom into something the crowd was electric they were on top of their game uh putting everyone over it was exciting to watch um, I would say at least half the matches I was, you know, happy to see. So I'm going to give this like a seven, a straight up solid seven, not straight point up one, seven. not six, nine, seven. It's just like it, it was there. Rookie I didn't score. mind watching it. It's not super memorable, <clears throat> but it had its moments. Rookie. It had its moments. Rookie score. Nice. We, uh, we had a 6.9 from Brad, a seven from Jason. A 7.6 from Wax. I'm biased. I was there. So I, I, I'm i going to pop a little Dead. bit more. I, I'm aim, I'm going to push for 13 out of 10. No. Um, I, I Honestly, taking the matches into consideration and everything that I've heard from, from you guys about it, I, I'm going to say... I think, I think Wax is on the money. I enjoyed the pace of everything. I, I, I'm going to go a seven. I'm going to give it a little bit more than that. And my pen's come out, so you know I'm being serious. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with a seven, seven, five. What? Ooh. We're trying to keep it two decimals. No, sir. we've got two. I've got, exactly. I've got two decimals. You have, get your this? filthy French Canadian pen. 7.55? 7.75. That's three. I'm uh, sorry. I mean, three. I mean, two. <laughs> two numbers. <laughs> two numbers. So you mean one one decimal? Yeah. Okay. No. 7.75. Seven <laughs> Deal with it. And that's how it goes. Okay. It was pi out of 10. <laughs> what? 3.147369433344464. I don't know if that's right. I made that up. Anyway. Wrong. That was Clash at the Castle. A great night. The atmosphere was popping. Afterwards, there was uh, some guy in a, a referee shirt was, you know, refing some impromptu matches between fans out in the uh, the street, oh, which was great. Um, <laughs> there was stuff happening up at the actual castle itself. There was a dungeon underneath the castle that was kitted out with Undertaker memorabilia that you could pay to go in and go and have a look around. There was the big WWE truck was there, so you could take photos with that. There was It was awesome. Just the whole town was electric. We had a great time, um, a beautiful event. I'm glad you guys enjoyed the actual pay-per-view on TV as well. It was good fun. 